You're listening to WBH Radio. I am your host, William Holly. We have some very special guests with us here today. Uh, on July 9th, they made history. Uh, we got trainer Francisco Guzman Jr., a.k.a. Chico, and the man of the hour, the newly crowned WBO, NABO, super lightweight title holder, Cesar Rayman Francis. Welcome, gentlemen. What's up, Will? Will, what's good, man? Appreciate you for having me, bro. I appreciate you being here. You know, and um, we're going to get into the fight and dissect it and analyze and all that stuff. But first and foremost, I want to say congratulations. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Because everybody's going to jump in with their take and this, that. Okay, we're going to get into it. That's why we podcast. Mm-hmm. But having the privilege to watch you guys and the work you've been putting in for years and to reach this milestone. I'm going to say it again. WBO, NABO, super lightweight title. Since July 9th, have you had a chance to reflect on what you've done? I know there's some big goals, big dreams down the line, but to this point, have you been able to sit down and reflect on what you accomplished on July 9th? Um, absolutely. Um, you know, my cousin prepared me to put his moment. Um, I went in there and I executed it. Um, so, yeah, definitely. One thing I didn't do was um, I got a lot of phone calls about doing podcasts and coming into shows and talking about the, the fight, and I said I won't do it. I talked to Will first. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Chico, have you been able to reflect on this moment? Will, if I tell you I saw this long time ago, I would tell you I'm not lying. Yeah? I saw this long time ago where people didn't see it. We saw it. You know what I'm saying? So when it came, it was, it was a bit of sweet, but at the same time, kind of sad because we yeah, we owe somebody big from our family. My pops is uncle weeks before the fight where we still had to execute and go do something that he that better than us and te- taught us, you know what I'm saying? So the best way to memory, keep his memory in the life is doing what we do. Yeah, uh, your father, Francisco Guzman Senior, big time boxing trainer. That's, you don't even gotta say that. His name says it all. You go to Panama, when he died, the book of the manual of boxing passed away. The last dying breed of the great trainers of that country passed away. Mm-hmm. That boxing ever is done. There's no boxing will ever be a pattern or they don't feel like it could be done because he's gone. But what they don't know is he left me that manual. Mm-hmm. I just got to keep it alive, me and my cousin and other fighters. That help and stuff like that, and I gotta keep doing that. Yeah, because I'm a little more laid back than he was. Yeah, but I'm trying to learn the way he was. Push that, push that, push that. And I know this was a big moment for you guys. This is the first time that you have gone to fight without him since he's passed. You know what I'm saying? You guys have kind of been on your own for the last couple of fights, no, but he was still called call away. This was different. And in fact, after you uh, won about Cesar. Chico, I was watching you closely, and there was a second you had to, like, you took a seat on the ropes, you know what I'm saying? You got real emotional. Yeah. What was going on at that moment? I couldn't call him to tell him, mm-hmm. you know, thank you very much. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know that he's the one that embedded his shit on us. His boxing shit wasn't in me. I got around him. I fell in love with 
because he was in love with it. And I saw why he saw it. Boxing comes naturally to us. Mm -hmm. This is what we do with fighters. We come from the country from nothing. Look, we're here. July 9th was special. We fought a guy that also no one ever gave him nothing in boxing. He earned his way there. Yeah. He was world champion, great Beltran, great person. God bless that guy. He's trying to open the gym in his state where he lives in Arizona. I mean, God bless him. If we could help him, we want to help him because he was a classy guy because this is boxing. Yeah. You don't got to talk shit to make a good fight. Let's mm -hmm. agree. That was, a, that was a good night of boxing. You saw two clean fighters doing their best to do, to, to land the punches they want to land, to box they want to box. He didn't let C's box at time where he sees that. C's didn't let him get off at time, so it was a great night of boxing. Boxing didn't lose that night. Let's talk about that fight, Cesar. Um, help me understand. There are times when it seems like your corner is barking out instructions. Like, yo, Cesar, shoot the jab, shoot the jab. But in the ring, it, it, it doesn't seem like you're executing. Like, what's going on there? Um, sometimes it's just tough on me when I come back to the corner and they're like, yeah, we want you to do more. And I'm like, I just did more. Like, yeah, that, that was enough. I want more. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I go back in there and I just try to just work with uh, what my cousin and my other trainer, Mitch, is telling me. Mm -hmm. Understand? Because at the end of the day, they probably see something I don't see. And, um, at the same time, they also don't see something I see. Understand? Because you're in the ring. They're outside. It's two different visions. Um, but you got to respect and you got to trust your corner. So if they're telling me to do something, I'm going to go back in there. I'm going to try to do it. Um, because they're definitely seeing something I don't see. Um, but they're just talking to me, man. They just want me to just be... They want me to be great. Yeah. I was great. I was great that night, but they just want me to just be better. Be greater. Yeah. Be greater. That's a juggling act. Because they're telling you stuff, but you as a fighter, you're seeing it... Uh, Something different, possibly. So you gotta balance that. Absolutely, you gotta do what you have to do mm -hmm. um, as a fighter. What you see, and then you've gotta tell them like, implement, like what your trainers are telling you too. So it makes it makes a, a better fight. It makes you a better fighter um, at the end of the night. And um, and, I, and like I said, I respect my, my my cousin a lot. And he, trust me, if he thinks something's going wrong, he'll tell me. You know, something's going wrong. He wasn't telling me something was going wrong. He was only telling me to just do better at what I'm doing. Gotcha. And, and I agree. You know. Boxing, like a guy like Cesar, he didn't have that much background in amateurs. Mm -hmm. To come in this fight as a boxing person, if you know boxing and you love boxing, Cesar was the, the guy that was being picked to win this fight. Mm -hmm. This fight was not a 50-50 fight. Not because Cesar is not a 50-50 fighter against Beltran, it's that because of Beltran's background and fights that he did and what he does, mm -hmm. Cesar wasn't supposed to come up close to Beltran. What Cesar did what he did in the ring, and those legends telling you, and the commentator, if you watch the fight, telling you, yo, the young man, because in boxing he is young, mm -hmm. the young man is controlling the veteran and making the veteran, yeah. uh -huh. the veteran in the back, in the, in the, in the locker room, tells his mother, oh, I couldn't hit him. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Cabrón and Spanish. Cabrón don't say that. He won't let me hit him. As a fan, as a friend of yours, I, 
I know that's us to trust Chico. I trust Chico too. So when I see you barking out instructions and it doesn't seem like he may be following, I get a little nervous. Well, he's listening, right? Mm-hmm. But he has to process it as well. Because he's going to. That's what makes a good fight. Mm-hmm. He can't go execute everything I say right away because he can get hit. Right. He has to process. Why he's telling me that? Let me see when I do it. Boom. Even that I use it when I said it. So it seems like, uh-huh. And this is why sometimes my partner, um, that. My great mind boxing by telling that part. That's what you gotta understand. Because if you was in the ring, you'd have done the same thing he's doing. Right. If I'm telling you that, and then he would look like, oh, you're right. What was the game plan going into that fight? And specifically in those early rounds, one to three, how were we doing as far as sticking to the game plan? Um, I thought we stick to it. Um, he told me to keep my hands up. Mm-hmm. He had a great left hook. Um, and I kept my hands up. And I let my, my jab work behind. Every single punch that I throw, um, well, I let my I let my jab work and I threw every and every punch behind the jab was working. So most importantly was to get the jab out there. Don't just stick it out there. Make sure you hit him with that jab. And that's exactly what I was doing in this fight. Um, my last fight, I was actually just like tapping him with the jab to try and like keep him away. But this time I actually was like landing the jab. As you can see, I knocked him down with the jab. Understand? So. But that's where you know that he switched position again. Who did? Cesar. He switched the position when he was drawn. Because the switch position how like going like southport. Nobody saw it. You see? Mitch didn't see it into I'm so close. Mitch didn't see it until he watched the fight. I saw it from the when he did it because we practiced those stuff. So once I saw Cesar move into a certain way, I already knew that he's going to turn south. Hold on, that's in the repertoire now? Yeah, it's always been. 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 It's a bag of tricks. It's a bag of tricks, man. Pop, do store us that so we can tell you. He always used to teach us that. Yeah, he taught us that. The ability to not only box right, but in the middle of a fight, now to, to do the left, 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 Don't show it. Cesar drew into that. Cesar was moving, moving, moving. Cesar hit him with something. But when Cesar hit him with something, while Beltran didn't see that when Cesar hit him, Cesar already switched. And when he was moving, Cesar said, ah, done. That's it. And that's irrelevant. And he didn't see it coming. Wow. So that's just to tell you that the work that we've been putting in the work that my father, the, you know, the foundation the late, that he made. The, the late, great Francisco Gio Cavalli Guzman, I didn't know him, Panama, he left us with a, with a manual that Listen, and one of the things he always used to say to us, man, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Right, 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 right. So, so what we do to your knockdown? You scored a knockdown in the fourth round. What we do to? Um, so what happened is um, we 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 trained for that. We worked on that. Um, taking the steps to the side. Don't really bounce too much. Um, they're called silent steps. Like my uncle taught me. He don't want you to make. He don't want you to make too much noise in the, in the ring because mm-hmm. if I make too much noise in the ring then you know how I'm stepping stuff like that so you gotta be nice and sound and yeah, it's, it's, it's a smooth movement uh I moved to the left you know I made him follow me when I made him follow me what I did was I landed my punch I landed the right hand then I switched and I do the uppercut and I do that left hand so um he didn't really see it mm-hmm. but I knew that when I landed I know that it I know it, I know it's damaged. Mm-hmm. I know it does I know and it the, makes and the, the lucky the lucky part that Cesar didn't throw it. He just because of the motion, he just let it go. Mm-hmm. And Cesar steps with it. 
Yeah, it would have been a little bad. I, I just made the movement, which, which was it was a great move. Um, beautiful move. It was it was a beautiful move. I just made it. I didn't really like do it bad intentions. I should have. I was surprised when bitch came up. Yo, you know you switched up. I said you didn't know that. You said you saw that thing, bro. Once he made the move, I thought he was gonna do it. So, what do you say to the people who say, yo, if you can knock them down, you should be able to knock them out? Um, well, who's the who's the greatest fighter in the world? That is ever. What well, was? He ain't lose no fights, right? No, sir. How I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, people still argue with you that he lost, he lost. But what's his record, says? Fifty If you win, you win. Mm-hmm. In boxing, did you see the opponent climb? You see Beltran giving us a head, right? Mm-hmm. That's a man that been there and done that. If he mm-hmm. thought he would have won the fight, what do you think he would have done? Mm-hmm. This attitude would have been shown. Mm-hmm. He knew what happened. I was watching you did an interview with um, the Pro Box podcast, Roy Jones Jr., Antonio Tarver, Paulie Monlinaji, and you referenced that when your opponent, Raymond Beltran, became world champion, you were actually rooting for him. Oh, yeah, 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 he was, he was, he was, he was in the gym uh, the day after, and he was like happy about it. Like, because his story. So years ago, you were watching, the man, watching the man on television, yeah. and now you were getting in the ring with him. And in your career, there's been times when you're not really familiar with your opponents. There was one time where did you guys learn of your opponent the day of the fight? No, a few times. A few times. Yeah, at least so, like, so how different was that dynamic being in a ring with somebody you once rooted for? It was actually exciting to me. Um, I knew that I had what it take um, to beat him, but it was it was exciting to just fight someone that you know you you was once rooting for him to win a world title. And um, like my uncle always say. It's like, you know, you got to step to the side so I, so I can take that, I can take that spot. You had something that I want, um, you made it somewhere that I want to be, and um, I got to show the world that I can beat you. So it was exciting to, to fight him, and uh, I respect him. Was it challenging to go in the ring with somebody you had respect for? Because I can see um, the respect. It's not, it's not a challenge to, to, to go in the ring with anyone you have respect, because once that bell rang, I'm a different person. I don't fuck with you. I don't like you. It's not, it's, not, it's not a bad thing. It's just a psychological thing. Is that we even told the guy, we even told him in his face, and look how funny this life was. We told him in his Facebook conversation, he's telling us about fights that he did and stuff. He's like, oh, we ruled for you when you won a championship. We was happy there. He said, thank you. And then when the fight is over, he's talking to my aunt. And my aunt said, yo, we watched you become champion. We was ruling for you. We wanted you to be champion. And he's looking at my and my aunt like, oh shit! So, t- so this is seriously this. We're in a sport that we really love, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Someone put this, someone put this sport on us, my father, and we really love this sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, we 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 really enjoy the sport. We really respect the sport. We don't take we don't. Sh- I, I tell you right now. He tell you right now. I'm a very spoiled trainer. If I, if you don't run, I don't pay attention to you. If you're not working hard, if a fighter's not working hard. And if a fighter don't run, period. If he don't run, no, I, didn't run I, don't, I don't pay attention to you. Because mm-hmm. you know why? Because if I pay attention to you, I'll be lying to you and be lying to myself as a trainer. Because then I could get you hurt, you go in the rain thinking, oh yeah, my trainer don't care because yeah. I'm doing No, you got to do the proper things to get in this sport. It's a lonely man's sport and it, it's very it's- dangerous. 
we we lose people. Yeah. And you know, if a we, fighter's not doing the work, you're not taking them to the ring. We're not yeah. sugarcoating because this is it, like it, you guys say, this is a sport. You don't play boxing. This is the real deal. I don't pay That's attention true. to. I don't pay attention to a fighter that doesn't run. There's fighters that will come and I sit down straight up at the gym all day. While they hitting the bed, I go outside and sit outside. You know why? To let them know. He's not going to pay attention to you if you don't do the right thing in the sport. Yeah. The right thing in the sports have been done for hundreds of years. Who the hell are you to change them? Right. You only enhance them. If you change them, we're doing something wrong here. Mm-hmm. Sasa, tell me what it was like when your name was called, they raised your hand, and they hand you that belt. Um, it, it just we just knocked down another doors. It was it was another door that we you know that we knocked on and we knocked it down. Um, me and Chico, you gotta understand. Well, like so there was times when we was in the gym, right? Me and Chico would be there. We'll be training. My uncle would be there. We'll, we'll just all be working, and they'll be pushing me come to the gym, come to the gym. And there was times when I'm like, man, for what? Right. <laughs> for what? Ain't nobody paying attention to me. Like we 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 knocked on doors. They didn't knock them. We they didn't open them for. Me. Uh, we 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 called managers. We we went to meet up with managers. Nobody gave us no opportunity. Oh, his age. Oh, he can't sell tickets. Oh man, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I'm not sure if you could. I'm not sure if we put you on the show. So we had to sit down and just watch everybody fight. Everybody used to just be fighting. We used to be like, yo, you know what? She gonna say, yo, be patient, because honestly, you're way more talented than all these all these fighters in here. Sorry. Um, so, um, there was a time when there would be long stretches between fights. Well, you was there. You was there, yeah. What was yeah. the longest time you guys had to like sit two down? Two years. Two years without a fight and this man's physical prime. And we heard to the grave, like, oh, she going to do it this Saturday. They not going to fight it too old. Nobody wants them. No way this, no way that. But then, you know, God's time is God's time. And you can't go against it. You say... Does everything perfect. We don't go against that. Me and Sessa sat down for two years. We heard everything. And loyalty said, bitch, huh? A tell, lot of people <laughs> a lot of people don't understand that. Sessa, tell me about the most frustrating time during that stretch. You said like you at the time when you ain't really want to go through the gym like Yeah, there was, was no time. On? Um so what happened was like I just felt like we was not get nowhere. Understand? But we I always had hope though, you know. Mm-hmm. Hope is very important. So I always had hope, like you know, you know, let me just stay in the gym because this is what I was born into, like like Chico said before, like we really come from a boxing family. Mm-hmm. So we understand the game, we understand how it goes. And it was like, look, listen, let's just stay in the gym. Um, and if anybody needs work, we're gonna we're gonna work with them, we'll spar them, we'll do whatever it takes, but we'll stick around the sport. Um, because most likely they will they will have to respect the, the talent. Mm-hmm. And and look at us now. We ranked number nine. In the WBO worldwide. With 11 fights. With 11 fights. Did, look, listen, your undefeated record and my undefeated record are not the same, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we last, we are last, not the in same. In the last three fights, if I'm, uh, don't quote me, but in the last three fights, the record combined is 74, 71, and 11. Of your opponents. Of the last three opponents. We are telling you are 11 and 0 with 5K. Great fight out of Puerto Rico. Chaito Luman. Great fighter, six one, and a specimen of a hundred and fucking forty pounder. That's what you fought in the Barclays. We fought in the Barclays. Guy could fight. Undefeated fighter. We beat fighter. him. We beat him. Great fighter. Yeah. Could come back anytime. Give all these guys problems. We beat him. Then we take another tough fight against a guy with twenty six fights. That for Vitor Postar did this, did that. 
named uh, uh, Mamoulin, French guy. We beat him. Mm. Then they give us another guy that we grew up on. Ray Beltran. Ray Beltran. The great world Ray Beltran because he wrote his name in a book that many guys didn't write their name for. World champion. In a championship book. So when you talk about the man with the champion, the great Beltran. Now and we beat him. Now, I guess in the sport, this is what they call step-up fights. Yeah. You know what? You know what uh, what's his name? Tarver said? What do you say? They might say they going on the... On a on a okay route, no, they're going in a fast route because look at the fights that they're taking. But how many how many guys would take Beltran before Cesar took it? Because pay attention now, Cesar beat him. So a lot of guys are gonna try to take Beltran now. Mm-hmm. Beltran gonna make some money with a lot of young guys that are gonna be there. Oh, he beat them. I think I could beat them, but before Cesar. They didn't think they could beat him. They wouldn't take him because I bet you they got Beltran's name and they didn't take him. So, Cesar, you, you taking these step-up fights, as they call them, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you climbing, you're going after tougher, tougher competition. While you're also learning and developing, this is an impressive feat. This is different, well. But also very dangerous. Absolutely. Talk I to mean, me about that. I mean, it's a dangerous sport. But It's a dangerous sport. But look, listen, my work at the pays for itself, man. Mm-hmm. It got me here. Um, me getting up 4.15 in the morning and running, uh, going to the gym, then going to swim, getting rest, making sure that, you know, whatever Chico wants me to do besides, you know, just training, I'm doing it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really putting the work in. So I feel like me putting the work in is already making me mentally stronger. Mm-hmm. It's not me beating these guys. It's not about me beating these guys. It's about me putting the work in Seeing what I'm doing and then going to fights, beating them is was that's what's making me stronger. Understand? Is what you do outside of boxing. You you're taking on these big fights, you're learning while also trying to ascend and, and go for the glory. Like this is this is really impressive. Like as a friend, as a as a fan, sitting back and watching, as you mentioned, the legends. The commentators for Pro Box, Roy Jones and Antonio Tarver, I've had the privilege of being with you guys, hearing them on the record and off the record. They really showing love to uh, what you're doing as a team, Rain Man Boxing. How challenging is it to not only have to train, but handle the business side of the affairs also? Yeah, it, it, it becomes it becomes a little a little troubling because. At the end of the day, we got to make our team a little bigger. Yeah. More people to put in this, in certain spots. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We might be calling you mm-hmm. for certain things, to deal with certain things. Because at this point, when we get into now, the level that uh, we get, are we climbing, he has to pay more attention to the boxing. The boxing, for sure. I bet. I have to pay more attention to the boxing part. I can't be this and this and right. that. So I'm already putting things in place in my little part. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to him about certain things that we want to put in part. That's why I say people like you that we trust mm-hmm. might be called for certain things that have to deal with certain things cause, because the great one had a team around him. He only had to take care of Robert Box for sure. and sign the check at the end of the day. For sure. So he had this lady doing this. He had this person doing whatever, massage my back. Everybody had a job. For him to get to that level now, in this part of the boxing, this part coming, this is the part we got to do now, business part. This is 
this is a transition to business part now. Absolutely. Now we got to, yo, we got to put this person here, we got to put this person here. You worry about boxing. I worry about boxing. So, so what, what's the relationship with Pro Box Promotions? Um, Very well. Very well. They believed. Like I said, when um, when other guys was opening the doors and telling us that we couldn't sell, you know, tickets, Pro Box opened the doors and gave us the opportunity. So I appreciate them. Thank you, Chris. My boy Chris Loverback over um at Pro Box. Um, he introduced me. He brought me there and um and we made it happen. My talent speaks for itself. He put the work in. Um, Chico put the work in as a trainer. Mitch put the work in as a trainer. And we went to handle business. So. We got a great relationship with Pro Box Boxing Promotions. The last few fights were on the Pro Box card. Again, I was down there at the facility in Florida. Things look uh, uh, amazing. You, you mentioned Chris Glover introduced you to the management at Pro Box. If you, want, if you want to be technical about it, Chris Glover was the one that put the priority beyond everything. He was the one that believed once he saw C's. That's one thing I could say about the brother. Once he saw C's, he always said, Oh man, this kid's special. This kid's special. So when he went over to Pro Box, he put it in their face. Yo, he's special. I I guarantee it. Mm -hmm. They 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 called us with the eleven and no. We was ecstatic. What? Barclay Center? Our home? Yeah. What fight? Let's go. Let's do this. When we took the fight, Glover was laughing because they could they didn't believe that we was gonna take it. They thought we was gonna take something. Yeah. Give us that. Once they saw that, they like, oh, no. This kid and Glover's like, this is what I've been selling the whole time. With these step-up fights, walk me through the process you go through to determine if this is the right move for your career. Okay. Um, Do you watch footage? Do yeah, you, like, of, what, course, what, what of course. Of course. Um, you got you to gotta watch footage. You got you to gotta also think... Is this fight okay for my career? Because there's fighters that um that Chico sometimes would say, ah, oh, nah, we ain't fighting him because there's no reason why we should move backwards. Nothing again. Un understand? So as long as we're moving forward and we're taking good opponents, then okay, we'll fight them. Mm -hmm. um, but it has to be the right opponent. We're, we're also thinkers too. We're, we're businessmen. You got to strategize. You yeah. just can't be. The last three fights, you could say that we took stepper, but we all agreed on the fight. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just me alone. We sat down, and at the end of the day, when you have your 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 partner, which is my fighter, which is my cousin, yeah. he's my because you can't be a good trainer without the great dancer. Yeah, and he's the he's the good fighter. That's why I don't like doing interview because at the end of the day, I come up with a game plan. We practice it. We train. Well, he's the one that has to get up in the morning, eat the right way, do that. What are you going to interview me for? <laughs> for me. I came here because you my friend. I don't like yeah. doing it. it because I'm telling you the truth. What, 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 what? I'm a great trainer because the fight is winning. Yeah. And the fight is doing this thing. I don't want to take all the... For what? I told the guy in my in my in Orlando. I said, yo, coach, can I get an interview with you? I said, you interview C's? He said, yes, I did. In front of my wife. I said, yeah. I said, what you want to interview me for? <laughs> and he's like, yo, that's the first time coach ever told me. I said, what did I do? Yeah. And he was like, oh, were you training? I said, well, you was there? Mm -hmm. You see that? That's it. That's his part. Once he says our name and say thank you to his team and everything, and where that back that that looks good on us because oh, those are the trainers of Raymond Francis. I don't need no more. We referenced already that you guys are cousins. Yeah. 
But it's probably a little deeper no, than that. It's, 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 it's brothers. It's way deeper. Oh, yeah, than it's a cop. That's a fact. Way deeper than my that. boy. Chico, you the older cousin. Tell me about your earliest memories. If, uh, you, watch, if you watch every video that says I fought, every picture that says I took while he was fighting the amateur, you'll see me there. Mm-hmm. I've always been there. I've seen this a long time ago. Your mother's and sister's. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about close, tight, net family, bro. You've seen it, Will. See how we are. We argue. We argue like we, you know, we, that's, that's my brother. I, as family, I could argue with him. Mm-hmm. But there's certain things that we won't overstep. I won't disrespect him. He no. won't disrespect me. Because at the end of the day, because I'm old, I can't still disrespect. Some respect here. So the loyalty is, the loyalty is a thing that, that is not created. Right. It's a thing that just, it's just a thing that happens. And we've been loyal to each other. I don't, I don't know. Yo, listen, man, boxing is fun to us because we've been doing it for so long together that boxing is fun, bro. Now, tell me about it, uh, Assessor. You talk about, you know, you, your career was stalled at one point. You guys had to sit down, right? The money wasn't flowing. Like, <laughs> you guys lived together at, at a certain point. Like, tell me about those stress, like, them, them yeah, tough days, man. Yeah, it, it was tough. Um, there was times when, um, like, years ago, we didn't even have, like, no crib to live in. And Chico was like, well, I got a room. And y'all gonna, y'all gonna live with me. How many so, people was in there? It was, like, three of us in that room. Yeah, it was, like, three of us. I don't... It, and, it's and, and, um, count. The fuck yeah, it was, we like, yeah. Live, we live good. Yeah, honestly. Dinner, but dinner, dinners became it was better. Cool. It was cool. It was... I'm not gonna lie. It was... It was <laughs> they definitely fed me every no, single din- day. Dinners, dinners became better because um, now I have my aunt there. Yeah. So it's, like, her cooking, my mother cooking is different. That's yeah. So mine. So I would... It would be a thing that I didn't have to say it. Every day I came over with some type of bacalao on Friday or Saturday in the morning. Two, three o'clock in the morning, Chico, you up me? Hell yeah. Yeah, my mother cooked for us, you know what I'm saying? But it was still a struggle because at the end of the day, that's not where I wanted to be at. So so I had to like, I had to get up and it actually made me work harder. Look where I live at now. Look where I live at now. Yeah, my mom, my mom, God good. Is, Chico, good. Great, you know, I'm, I'm overseeing the water in Jersey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> good, like and that's a fact. Like, I, like, I, I, I went really, over there one day and I looked and I tell him, say, my man, what about the what about the the two years that you sat down? <laughs> Are you worried now? You said, hell no. Yeah, I wasn't worried about that no more, man. Cause like I, you know, the the bag is here, and, um, yeah, and we, we we living very well. So I got to thank God, and I also got to thank Chico for even giving us an opportunity when we was homeless to give us a crib. Yo, that's, that's real. That's my brother, man. This that's is, this, that's, that's real because even as Chico explains it, oh, with with your mom living with them, that means it was good food cooking and family. Like that that joy is there, but but it was a struggle. It was, it was a, struggle. a struggle. Yeah, it was hard. There's a lot of people yeah. in a small space. Yeah, I remember I went to pick y'all up one time. I'm like, damn, everybody live here. But yeah, as a fact, this is real. <laughs> yeah, and, and Chico has shared with me like the the sport of boxing can be backstabbing and filthy. And people, they see your potential. They start to whisper in your ear, hey, come over here. Yeah, of course, all the time. And Chico kind of dismissing and laugh it off. And he, one day he said to me, he said, Will, they don't realize at the end of the day, we got to eat at the same table. That's true. That's it. Like, we families. They huh? don't know that. They don't know. Like, we got to report to the same <laughs> table to eat. They don't, and, know, and that, they don't know that it's mom with me 
my God. Mm-hmm. If I not there, he doesn't fight. That's the way she thinks. Let's say, God forbid, I broke a toe and I can't go to the gym. And he has a fight coming. She would tell him, you have to change the fight into a cheek. Because she feels comfortable because her, her nephew is there next to her son. Both your moms uh, are sisters. sisters. Same mm-hmm. father, same mother. Mm-hmm. And you, you've you said, like, uh, before Chico fights, like a few days or so before Chico fights, you get that call from his mom. She only want to hear one thing. Chico, hey, Chico right? what are you doing? Everything good? Everything good? We ready? I <laughs> and I always answer the same thing. I said, Tia. Come on. She said, all right, later. That's it. That's all she want to hear. She doesn't want to hear that. Oh, she she said, I asked her one day, why you want to hear that? She said, because in your voice, I can hear there's no, no, mm-hmm. no, no thread. Like, let's go. I said, Tia, yeah, your son is an epitome of discipline of boxing. My father did a great job implementing the things that he implemented on this young man. Because my father started it off, mm-hmm. implemented in his head. Throwing him out the gym with me. The hell out the gym. You don't want to listen? This is some tough game. My father never sugarcoat nothing to him. Yeah, I got kicked out the gym a yeah, few so, times. A few times. So he don't sugarcoat nothing right, to him. There was a lot of things that I was doing that they wasn't liking from the start. Like, you know, not running sometimes. You know, just coming to the gym, doing whatever I wanted to do. Can't bring girls. I try to bring girls to the gym. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, what? <laughs> you bringing... Get out of here. You ain't shorty. Get out of here. Get out the gym. Come back when, when she's not around. So there was a lot of things that I learned within the boxing game, in the boxing business. And I, and I, you know, I respected my uncle. For, How'd you feel when you got kicked out, bro? I'm like, yo, we got to go. Like, she's like, yo, where we going to go now? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you got kicked out one time by me and my father happened to be saying that. I said, yo, come over. You want to listen? Get off the ring. Took off, man. Get the f- out of here. So he left for almost, like, three weeks. <laughs> It's a big party coming, my uncle. So we all got to see each other. Mm-hmm. So my aunt, now this day, he's not even been going to the gym. So my aunt wait for that day. And she said, hey, Chico, and calls him over. And he could come over by me like nothing happened. What up? I said, what up? And I'm pissed <laughs> off. He knows I am. And he's saying what's up to me. And I'm saying what's up to him like nothing. My aunt go, yo, why he's not going to the SAT? He's not coming to the gym no more. He don't want to listen. When, when he's there... Way the boss. What the fuck you think he is? Mm-hmm. I don't want him there. My aunt said, he'll be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you better stop your sh-. And Seth is like, damn. When my aunt walked away, pussy ass, you always got to tell. Yo, when you won the title, you know, I, I said to you, I'm like, yo, dog, I, I, success is not an accident. It comes to people who make a conscious effort to go pursue it. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to have moments, but to be in position and prepared to capitalize, that is a credit to you. You know what I'm saying? So we telling these stories about they kicking you out and stuff. Tell me about the moment, though, that you made the decision that, you know what, I'm going for this boxing thing. Um... It, it was the moments when when we was we didn't have no place to live. We didn't have no food to eat. I mean, we always had food to eat. I'm I'm, I'm fine, right? Um, but you know, we wanted we wanted a place of our own. I wanted a place of my own. And uh, listen, I was yeah, getting he, I was he, getting he older. And, up. He turned up. And I tu- yeah, I turned. He turned I turned up, it up in that little time, maybe that year mm-hmm. span that he was my 
he is added to even change. Absolutely. So it's crazy because those two years when um when we couldn't fight, that's the two years that we actually turned it up. We turned it up. And we like, yo, listen, well. We went everywhere to spot I, I, I see what's going on. You know, I see what's going on. They ain't, they, they ain't really trying to, they ain't really trying to, you know, work with us. Um, so let's work on our own. Let's work together and, and let's make it out of here. So we put our mind together. We we went everywhere. He took me to spar every, everywhere. I'm talking about everywhere. We hopped on that train. That's before we had a car. And we was just going. Yeah. We was just going. Um, and look, listen, look where we at now, man. I'm ranked number nine in the world. Number nine in the world, man. On July 9th, you were the headliner. The main event. Oh, the last two fights. The, the last two fights. And the next fight that uh, we announced in that fight. It's coming October 7th, God willing. We'll be fighting right back in Pro Box. We are the main event again. When I walked in, I seen your face plastered all over the place. I said, man, look at my boy, son. I'm not going to lie to yeah. you. Now that you say that, in the post I saw it, I saw it on Facebook, Instagram, I saw everything. It was, it was cool. It was a moment that when we got to the Pro Box building and we was walking in for the first time, and seeing it in big against Beltran and that big thing, I stood, I stood for a minute. That Mitch even said, what happened? I said, and I, in my mind, I said thank you mm -hmm. to my dad. I said thank you, Pops. We here, nigga. We here. And, we here. and once, once I walked in, I put in my mind, you can even ask Mitch when you see my touch mission is back like this. We're going to perform, nigga. You can't beat us, boy. <laughs> and Mitch looked at me like, he looked at me like I said, boy, can't beat us, boy. He's not going to beat us. And Mitch was like, yo. In the room, me and Mitch, he said, you hype. I said, yeah, he can't beat us, boy. And then C's in the locker room told me, watch me perform, boy. Mm -hmm. I said, let's do this. Your face was plastered everywhere. I, when that you shit, walk in the arena, like, that shit was crazy. you saw yeah, the screen that was amazing. with you and the opponent. Uh, we got Antonio Tarver and Roy Jones there. And Marquez. No, Ivan Calderon. Holy Malinaji. You you posted something when you had jumped in the ring. I guess you were training out there for the week, and Roy Jones was in the ring with you. Man. Oh yeah, what happened was um we was training and he had walked um by, and I was like, "Yo, Roy, come in, come in, come in, come in the ring." <laughs> and we, you know, the that, others, he was like, "Coach, I said, go ahead, you the man, man." I'm like, "Yo, come in the ring, you know, show me something." And he came in there, he was in there for a while with me, man. He didn't show me something, he showed me a lot. Yeah. It was like. I would say like 15 minutes, but it was 15 minutes of knowledge, you know, and I, and I appreciate Little him for it. That, you know, as a trainer, as a fighter, because a trainer, like I said, man, a trainer's only as good as his fighter. Mm -hmm. And saw Roe Jones do a little couple of things. I said, damn, you know, this guy really in tune with boxing. These guys, they the legends they are because they took boxing serious. Yes. No, they didn't take boxing that's a joke. They took boxing serious. I think sometimes oh. people think, oh, professional athletes is God gifted. Nah. They got gifts too, but they really are fans. You, they really you, immerse you, themselves you, in the sport. You, you, Absolutely. You, you, a lot of people would sit outside and think, oh, Mayweather did everything for show. Went to the club, didn't drink for four hours, chilling, dancing, doing whatever, then runs home. Um, you ask that same person, how many times you've been in the club with Mayweather? 12 times. How many times he did that? 12 times. You think he's doing it for show? He really bought that life. Mm -hmm. He really you, bought you, that life. You think he's doing it for show? That's what I'm saying. I hate when people attack people for the awards that they give themselves. I mean, whether worked hard to get there. Yeah. Where he had. If yeah. he wants to act anyway, who am I or you or anybody to tell him that? 
Ike at the way yet. My man, God bless you. You're the best fighter of this ever. You changed the game for fighters to get paid what they deserve and what they think they deserve. Thank you for that. You changed the game where a fighter could be his own promoter at a certain point. Right. And make his own money and make and call his own destiny. Yeah. Thank you for that. So if we can we can't give him thanks and we can attack him on all the bad things, man, don't even say nothing about the man then. Yeah. If we can't give him his his his, his flowers, let's give him his flowers now. That's the man. When Cesar weighed in, Antonio Tarv was there. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. He saw Cesar weigh in and Ray Belcher. He yo, had his phone fight. up like a fan. He like, yo, we gotta fight. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I was excited for you to watch a former champion get excited about the prospect of you getting up there uh to to fight. What would you say is the best maybe advice you received from those greats? Paulie Malinaji, Antonio Tarver, Roy Jones? Um, respect the sport, but don't depend on it. Hey. Message? Yeah. What's that mean to you? Um that, that, that was big. That was big, man. Um, you know, understand that you have to respect the sport. Do what you have to do to feed the family, but don't, but don't depend on it because they'll turn their back on you quick. Wow. Understand? So that was that. Uh, man, I'm gonna take that to the, <laughs> I'm gonna take that to the that end is, of my career, man. That like real, right? that was real, man. Respect the sport, but don't ever depend on it. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that respect. The camp. You always talk about the preparation. Uh, you had a knockdown a few years ago, 40 seconds. You said, well, it ain't about them 40 seconds. It's about that eight-week camp. Absolutely. Talk and that's, what they, that's what they don't see. Um, you know, waking up in the morning, eating the correct way, being around a, 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 a specific crowd. You got you to gotta be around great energy, man. Like, you're about to fight. This ain't no game. So you got to get up. You got to put that work in. You got to go. You have to go swim. You have to go, you know, do your strength and conditioning. You put that work in the gym with Chico and Mitch for two, three hours, mm-hmm. um, just picking each other's brains, trying to be great. Um, it's tough. It's hard. But like, listen, this is exactly why every single time they raise my hand, I smile at the camera because I'm like, Shh, I did it. Man, y- y'all don't know. Walk me through a day. Walk me through a day. A training um, day. Um, you waking up in the morning, uh, 4.15. Um, you're running uh, one hour. If you run more, you run more. Um, you come back home, sleep for a little bit. Um, you wake up at 7, 8, try to eat a little breakfast. Um, 12, you're in the gym. You know, you put in that work, and sometimes uh, you'll go back to the gym at 5. But in between that, you got to go swim at uh, around 2 in Jersey. Um, I come back to the gym. If they need me to, I do my sprints if they need me to. Um and then I'm going back home to just rest. Mm-hmm. Just do it again. Then the next day is usually always sparring. The lonely man sport. And there's been times in camp when you've actually been, kind of been working in another gig? Uh, yeah. Yeah, like like work. So I, I I have a running group. So I'm I'm also like also taking a whole bunch of group of uh, uh, people just to just run, do what I love to do. Mm-hmm. I started that years ago. So I'm still doing it to this day. This is the grind. Yeah, I'm this, grinding. This is the grind. I'm grinding. What's the diet like? Are you a vegetarian? Uh, pescatarian. Pescatarian. So, right. So um, no no meat, no chicken. Understand? No beef, none of that. Definitely no pork. We don't. I don't even understand how. Because <laughs> because I'm paying Maine. You know, we was we was, was raised there. around pork. Yeah, yeah, we was raised eating pork. Sauce and all that. And sauce, man. Damn, I can't eat sauce no more. But um, yeah, I just don't put none of that stuff into my body no more. So I'm just you know. I put it like this, man. We gonna we gonna eat right. Until this career is over, and then when the career is over, we're going to Yeah, I eat some sauce. You have, you have, <laughs> you have, you have your life. life. But we're going to make weight. 
Chico's pointed out, yo, that's on the fighter. Absolutely, yeah. How do you know what to put in, how much to put in? Because you seem to make weight effortlessly, and this is without a chef, a nutritionist. How, like, how do you know how to put that together? Um, because I'm a runner. Okay. You know, that's the that's the most important that's thing, it. man. I'm a runner. I get up and I run. My da- my yeah. dad always told him, if you run every day, and you yo yo yo. The weight would never be on top. Yeah, your body will. Yeah, exactly. The body's always gonna hit that weight because you're a runner. You're running. You're putting in that work. So I'm used to like, I, like, I, like I said, I was raised in the sport, and one of the main, main important things he always said was, you got to get up and you got to run. I know guys shorter than C's to make one forty at their weight, they dying. They won't even talk to you. They like this, huh? mm-hmm. and then you see him at one forty, smiling, laughing, walking around. Well, you was there. Mm-hmm. I don't gotta tell you nothing. You was right there. And we go to eat, he's laughing at I say, why? Because, like we said, we've been spoiled. We had someone that taught us the game the proper way. Mm-hmm. There's no cutting no corners. Shortcuts. No shortcuts. There's no shortcuts. You niggas do shortcuts, you get them beat up, you're going to lose. To win, you have to win in the gym. You have to win in preparation. You have to win in the, in, in the dedication of you do your craft. Mm-hmm. And... We told C's eat good. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you run and train good too. Mm-hmm. C's went to this fight eating doubles, eating with no problem. Vegetarian mm-hmm. food twice in the same place. And, and me and Mitch, Mitch would be like, Yo, relax, he's good because he knows his body, he knows he's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. The night before, we was we was at a weight that people was like, Oh. You want forty, right? There. Mm-hmm. And we looking at them like, yeah, but they looking at us like, wait a minute. But you know it's one forty, right? We like, yo, relax. He'll be all right. He'll and what right. happened? Mm-hmm. We came the next day. Did you see us going like this? No, no. So I said it was quiet because we professional with this. We've been prepared for this for this thing. I just saw it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I came Absolutely. home. I came home after the fight. I sit down in my room. I'm chilling, doing what I do. And I laugh at one point. Mm-hmm. Then my wife said, "What well, you laughing?" I said, "I saw this. Mm-hmm. I saw this moment already." Sessa, do you watch a replay of your fight afterwards? Um, sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, I definitely go back and I just watch what I what I could have done a lot better. And every single fight, I get pissed off. Like, why did I do that? I could have did this. I could have do. So I'm like, listen, I won. I'm not even gonna go back and just watch it. I'm gonna just watch it a few times, get better from it. And leave it alone. <laughs> I want to go back to your fight in March. Uh, Chico, help me with the opponent's name. Muhammad? Mamoon. Okay. I didn't watch that fight in real time. And I'm happy I didn't. Because, you know, you were victorious. When I when I learned the fight, I... Oh, well, you got, you got welcome to boxing? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like only Chico could say. Um, you won the fight. I didn't watch it in real time. But when I saw the replay... You experienced being knocked down for the very first time in your career. Right. What was that experience like for you? Uh, it was great. It made me a better fighter. Um, I appreciated Roy Jones for it. When I seen him, like, oh, like your fighter dropped me, but um, it only made me more dangerous. Your fighter, Roy, that was Roy Jones' fight. Yeah, Roy. I believe that's his fighter. Yeah. So, now, I, 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 in the moment, Sessa, what's going through your head? Um, first yeah. time touching the canvas. Yeah, but um. You know, get back up. You're built for this. This is what you're made out of. So you gotta, you gotta get back up. Listen, at the end of the day, what you want me to do? Stay down and make him count me out? Nah, he ain't count me out. 
I'm gonna get back up and I'm gonna win this fight. So it made me a better fighter. But hold on, Sessa, you 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 could prepare for something as much as much as much as you want. But once you finally experience that, yeah, is there a shock? Is there was there some um, days? There, there was there, yeah, your days. I mean, your body. You know, your, your, my legs was there. Um, but at the same time, this is what boxing's all about. Like you're gonna stay down or you get back up and fight. Like, listen, I was I know I was made to be in this sport. Um, the Lord blessed me with my skills and my knowledge, and I didn't fold. I got back up, and I won my fight. I was never out the game. Even when I got back up, I stayed in the game, and that's what won me to fight. I believe that's what won me to fight, that I never thought about, oh, yeah, man, that knockdown uh, in the fourth round. Nah, man, I came back in the fifth round. Like, it was time to, like, it was like the first, understand? So I didn't fold, and that's what made me stronger. There was no folding. Chico, trainer. First time watching your fighter hit the cameras. I'm gonna tell, like? tell you a little thing. So before I tell you why I felt, <laughs> my dad tells me when we come back from the fight, in the bedroom, he's in the bed, it's my mother, my sister, and my other sister right here. And my sister's boyfriend, they're all watching the fight. And when Cesar goes down, they, my father when he looks around, there's nobody. Everybody's scared. But my father, he been in boxing so long, he said, I'm looking at Cesar. When they got the camera on Cesar, he said, Cesar's like this, looking at my moon like this, like mad. My father said, nigga, we still here. <laughs> He's good. Mm-hmm. And then my father said, now I'm looking for your reaction when you come in the ring. He said, when you came in the ring, you was pissed off. I said, yeah, but welcome to boxing, bro. Yo, boy, you better pick your ass up, go fight with it, man. go fight with it. So my father said, you never showed your fight that you were scared. Mitch told me that, yo, you wasn't even nervous when he went down. I said, no, nah, this is boxing. Mm-hmm. You got to expect this shit. And when I saw C's get up, C's looked at me. I said, like, there was jump. C started jumping. If you go like this a little, you hurt. C's jumped. C's was still in shape. I said, let's go. Hands up. And when C's, if you watch that sequence, good. When C's at, C's hits him here. And I'm right next to the thing. When C sits in with a right hand, so hard, my moon go, oh. I said, oh, it hurts. Mm-hmm. And then when he came back, C said him again with another hook, boom, my moon, and the bell rung. And my moon was like this. I said, oh, we still in it. When we came in the ring, that's when I was like, yo, you got to win. And I was like, Mitch was a little nervous because you know that, yo, man. School, I said, good, this is boxing. Chico, I know you had to put on a face for your fighter, but there was no nervousness in you. Not only is that your fighter, that is your My little cousin. cousin. It was no, there was no nervousness because if I show nervous, it's weakness to him. Mm-hmm. Man, I can't have that I around. Can't have that. We ain't no weakness yeah, here, yeah, son. Yeah. This is what we built for. My, we... When my aunt walked away from the from the from the arena to go out, she's, some looking, she's looking at ready at me when the next round starts. I'm going like this. Come like, back. Come back. What, what you doing over there? Scream. We, we, we here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We here. This is yeah. We've been prepared for this. This is boxing. Everything that comes with it, we prepare for it. But you're not gonna beat us because we beat ourselves. That ain't not gonna happen. Every time you jump in the ring with us, you best believe we come in a hundred or two hundred percent prepared for whatever you bring. Cause we we here. Mm-hmm. We ain't never gonna touch a ring. If I fail fifty five percent, we ain't doing. I call it off. I don't care what people say. I always told them, I'm not here to make people feel or keep people happy. I'm here for your career to go good, our career to go good as a part. Nah, no. 
You don't feel like training? You don't feel like sparring? Hey, coach, I'm sorry. Sorry, they came. You don't feel like sparring. We out of here. The same thing with a fight would be. Every time you see us going to a fight, well, what do you see? What do you see when we coming out? What do we do? Smile. Uh, you know mm-hmm. what? It's time to have fun. It's now. time to have fun. The hard work, the is work is over. All the work is put away. Already. All the work is done. Uh, there was a little controversy at the end of that fight because he they, was mad and he touched me. They, and he hit, hit me like around here. And I said, "Don't touch me again." And he told me something. Eh, French. I don't understand French, mm-hmm. but you cannot go that far when the guy's mad. He wants to beat you up. Then in the back. He wants to beat me up still. Right. So I said, let's fight. <laughs> because the announcer called Cesar's name yeah, as victorious, the, but, the, but the referee held up the opponent's yeah. name. So when they ironed it out, that's when you got a little tussle. He yeah. put his hands on you or whatever. But I saw again, uh, Cesar was was um, doing an interview. He said, yo, I could understand why that guy was upset because he, fo- he fought a good fight. He did. He thought he won. He thought he won. Maybe some people in the arena thought he won. Mm-hmm. I, I was watching the replay on YouTube. There's comments. Oh, this guy won. What do you say to those who think perhaps Sessa made a bit of beneficiary of some home cooking, being a pro box fighter? What What do you say to that? Um, I won. Um, I stayed engaged in the fight. Um, I I was a professional. I never I never folded. I kept I kept fighting. If um, you look I, at that fight, threw um, more punches after. He I, I, I even landed way more punches. More punches. Um, but he listen. He came to fight. He fought a good fight. Um, He's a I dropped. He I, I, he, I dropped him. He dropped me. You know, and it was a great fight, man. So I took my hat to him. Mm-hmm. I wish him luck and whatever he has Absolutely. coming up next. We ain't no haters, bro. Mm-hmm. I think the reason we most blessed too because we don't hate, man. We congratulate mm-hmm. everybody that's doing their thing. We wish y'all the best, but I guarantee you, half of them not happy with the success that we have. Because they feel like they should be there or why he's doing that. They don't know, man. Behind closed doors, we put that work in mm-hmm. that is needed to get to where we at right now. And, you know, God blesses those that work. It says it in the Bible. Help yourself. I will help you. <laughs> we referenced it a few times. I was looking at box rec earlier. Sessa is ranked number 11 in the country. Uh, 13 now. And number 23 in the world. In the world. And his weight class. And his weight class at number nine in the WBO organization, meaning he's nine nine stops away from finding a world championship. What do those rankings mean to you, Cesar Francis, the fighter? Uh, it means a lot. And, you know, they, I, I get recognized um, for all my hard work and dedication, so it means a lot to me. Um, there's a lot more that has to be done. Uh, we're going to keep working. We're not going to, you know, let our foot off the guys, and um, we'll keep going. Uh, we want that number one spot. We want that world championship spot, and um, we're going to do what it takes to get there. So it means a lot to me. I appreciate everyone that's been supporting me, been behind me, um, all my fans that come out to Florida or, you know, around the country when I'm fighting. I appreciate every single one of you guys, man. And um, we'll just keep going. That's all. Just keep going. There's no, there's no stopping, Will. Recently, I saw you posted on uh, social media. You were in L.A.? Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to my to my guy Gerp. Shout out to my guy Leo. Um, I was out there with you know Drop TV um, and Truffles. Um, we're just doing we're doing something big. Something, something big is coming, man. We're gonna do a Web three. We're gonna change the game of boxing. You are gonna do a um, what? A what? A uh, Web three. So it, so it's more about like the metaverse. Um, you know we we gonna we gonna lay the the, the blueprint out. Okay. Real soon, you'll be able to see that. I, I might just have you be a part of it too, man. Sounds good. And uh, did you get to meet Ryan Garcia? I did. I did. I was um I was at a hotel and 
he was coming out. I was coming out. Um, I told him congratulations on, on his fight last Saturday. He told me congratulations on, on beating Beltron. It, it was great. It was, uh, you know, we're, we're the same weight class, and you just never know, man. Mm -hmm. You just never know, but he's, he's a great guy, uh, great energy. He was going his way. I was going my way. Chico, put on a manager hat. Your, your, your fighters ranked number 11 in the country, 22 in the world, 9 in WBO. What does that mean to a boxing manager? Now, the next moves got to be strategized. The next moves, I, the next two, three fights has to be strategized the right way. We can't, we just can't go with, I say, with balls to fight. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We got to be smart now. Because mm -hmm. like I said, now it's the business part. Mm -hmm. Now it's the part that we put everybody in place around him and need to be around him. And we need to do the work in the, in the gym, pick the right fight. We still, we never been people to pick fights. And from our pro debut, maybe, those are pro debuts and stuff like that. But if you notice, I fight this, Sasa never fought a fighter, but that one guy that he was two and five, and that was because I was last minute, uh, the other guys didn't want to take the fight, undefeated guys didn't want to take the fight. We but you're never, taking on tough opponents. We've been taking on tough opponents. That's why he's, with 11 fights, he's ranked so high. In the WBO, he has an NABO title, WBO title, North American, right? And then he's number 23 in the world with 11 fights. Then he's number 13 in America. Do you know how many 140s are in America? Let's be for real. Let's talk a little business over. Hold on. So you're fighting on pro box cards, right? Mm-hmm. Does that mean you're exclusive? Does that mean that PBC can't swoop in, Mayweather no, can't? No, there's okay. business. You see, Gary Jonas is a businessman. And he's a great promoter. He knows that it's the time to put us in, pro, uh, in, in certain spots to fight. With That's our banner. Our banner is ProBox. So we go fight PBC with the banner of ProBox, represent the ProBox. But it's the, it's the price is right, it's the things are right, it's the moves are right. right. They, those times going to come. Our promoters don't, it's not an objective to work with other people. Our promoters work with whoever. Now, you guys are experiencing the sport, again, because of Francisco Guzman, your dad, your uncle. Yeah. You got, so you've sat back and said, you know what, perhaps that deal isn't good for us. Perhaps this deal doesn't work for oh, us. Oh, yeah, all the time. Oh, all the time. We did. We and, passed out on, 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 yeah. on a couple of deals where we could have been right here in New York fighting. I was listening to an interview with uh, Jerron Boost Collins. You know, he recently signed kind of a deal with Showtime, but he can still fight on PBC. And I'm looking at the sport. You got these promoters. Sometimes it doesn't benefit them to put an independent fighter like you on their card because why would I build this promotion and let an independent fighter come in, grab the bag, and then go out their way? He'd rather feed the people that's within his promotion. So is, But you can't close your mind as a, as a promoter. Because okay. if I'm a promoter and you're independent, but you, got, you have a great product that you, that you could sell at my yeah. TV or in my promotion, the thing is I don't got to sign you. But let's put a deal that you could fight in all my shows, but when the big fight come, I could prom I could be your promoter for that one fight. Okay. Meaning I get some money too with you. Because that's what I was going to ask. Are you guys afraid of being, I guess, kind of boxed out, blackballed because perhaps you don't want to get down and, and, and deals that are not favorable to you? No, nah. because okay. we've never, we never seen, we never made it that we didn't want to sign with certain people. We heard about it. We did our own homework. We did that. And when we did our own homework, we just never answered to the people that... It's like you would have came to tell me, Chigo, um, someone wanted you to come train in, in, in Jersey, 
as a trainer, two fighters. Mm-hmm. But the two fighters are these two guys. Will told me. Will's my friend. Will heard about it. So once I hear, I know who I could go tell. I, I, I could train him. I do the job. But Will told me I did my own homework. I just don't never answer. Mm-hmm. So the person never there. I know Chico heard by now. Mm-hmm. He didn't come because it's not favorable for not every not old not old money is good money, man. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My cousin in a situation where the promotion is good. They they work with him. Mm-hmm. If he wants to fight in November instead of October, they'll work with him. Okay, so that's not there. Because they're willing to they are in the business of making champions. And as you can see, Pearl don't tell easy fight. They pull Tough fights. Competitive fight, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's a business. You want to take a guy to a world championship? Mm-hmm. You got to make sure that he has the tools or the or the things to get there. You don't want to take a guy that when he gets there, semi-fight, he don't, he don't perform. Right. You want to be ready. As a promoter, you want to take a the right horse to run the race. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You did that interview with Pro Box, again, uh, Roy Jones, Antonio Tarver. Antonio Tarver referenced your age. You mm-hmm. know, and you just celebrated birthday. Happy birthday, my brother. Thank you, bro. Uh, what is it? Thirty two now. Yep. He's you know not a spring chicken in the sport. How how much does that play into your mind when you guys make these decisions? When you take these step up fights, do you, do you feel pressure like the hourglass kind of maybe mm-hmm. running out? Nah, nah, we don't feel pressure at all. You gotta understand that that was one of the stuff that they try to close behind. You know, they try to close, close doors, doors behind, behind it um, all because year. of the age. Yeah, because of the age and experiences and ticket sales and it was all this stuff that they that they threw at us and we just listen we overcame all those obstacles and look at us now so um i'm just ready i'm just ready to take take on whoever i'm not trying to be in the sport for 10 years um like i said i respect the sport but learning you know from the greats don't depend on it Mm -hmm. um so there's other stuff that you want that i want to do um besides the sport of boxing um, so we're here to win, become world champions, um, put our name in stone, and move on. So it's not really about the age. It's just about executing all the obstacles that's in front of me. Wow. wow. What are your, some of your interests outside of the sport of boxing? <laughs> um, as far as like what like I, what I want to do, what I'm looking at? Whatever, man. Um, I like, I guess, physical training. Mm-hmm. Um you a businessman in this city, though. Yeah, I am. Talk to us. <laughs> yo, I'm, I'm I, don't, I don't even know we could be talking about no, these things right, like that. That's right. I'm exposed but, but, too much. But, yeah, but we definitely, we definitely get to the bag, Well, You know it. All right. Yeah, we know I, it. I like cooking, man. I think I told him I'm going I'm to I'm I'm have a, other things outside boxing that I want to do. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. so um, there's a lot of stuff that we're building. Uh, shout out to Elite Williamsburg. Yeah. Uh, they've been with us. You know, from the start. Um, My favorite restaurant in Brooklyn. Absolutely. Only reason I come outside. Yeah, he, he's definitely always there, man, for real. That place, that place um, is very... That's our, that's our home. Mm-hmm. So, outside yeah. people, that's family. God uh, bless them guys, man. Shout out to all my sponsors, man. Buddy Bodegas. Shout out to Bong, too. To who? Buck and Wong. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Shout out to Buck and Wong. Buddy Bodega, Lou, man. Lou, I appreciate you, bro. Better than perfect. Better than perfect, oh, man. My man, man Sam Smith. Man, Sam Smith. That's my guy. Uh, l- listen, you guys, you guys supporting me. 
Um, they're putting a the bag behind me, and I appreciate oh, them man. all. Happy birthday to my man. Happy birthday yesterday. Uh, Cub from uh, oh, my man Cub, Notion Station, Chelsea man. House. Chelsea House. Yeah. Them boys really, they, they really, they really are behind us. They believe in us. They believe in our work since day one. Oh, they, 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 they put the they bag been, behind they, us. Uh, listen, but moving forward, we got big, big moves that's going to be that's Hold gonna on. Being made. Hold on. I want to actually put on your, your boxing fan hat for a second. I feel like every time we come around, uh, Jake Paul is about to have a fight. Y'all like Jay Paul? What's yo? I, I I don't know. I just like I like his business. Moves. I'm gonna be that day. Jake, that, I'm gonna be that day in the fight. I'm uh, I'm, gotta, I'm working a, f- a fighter. I'm part of the team of a fighter that's undefeated. That used to be Orville Crook. He used to be uh, what you call two times um, number one in the United States. But hold on, Jake Paul versus Hasim Rockman. Okay, Jake Paul, man. I'm gonna tell you something, man. Jake Paul, whoever talking stuff about Jake Paul, shut up, man. In boxing, let's shut up, man. Because C's didn't make $40 million, I said. C's can't talk, I can't talk, many fighters can't talk. That man made $40 million of a sport that we've been doing for so long. All right, but how, who do you think is going to win this bout? Because all of the boxers say, if Jake Paul was ever to get in the ring with a real boxer... And you call him back my big fighter, real fighter? He, he hasn't been trained in the sport. He doesn't have 12 uh, professional he, fights. He, he He's has. not the son of a former heavyweight champion. He is, he, he is, is, he is. Okay, I respect what, it. I don't care what he is. I'm letting you know right now. I think he's a good. I think he's a fighter. You think we got a real fighter on our hands? I think, I think he's a fighter, bro. How much credence should we put into the stories we hear about the sparring? I'm not saying the guy is trash. I'm not saying the thing is bad. They used to spar with each other right. and stuff like that. Right? Oh, for real? They used to spar each other. This yeah. is what I'm hearing. Oh, that's don't the reason quote, why they're fighting. Don't quote me. If I spar you before right. and I'm going in with a fighter, there's many a fighters. You're going to pick the same guy that you sparred before. Is the reason you're picking the same guy you sparred before? Because you think you can handle him. But hold on, hold on. <laughs> As a sparring partner, you got certain responsibilities. So even if he beat him up in sparring... Oh, you're talking about the sparring partner got to hold back? Yeah, isn't that true? Mm. In, in certain cases. I don't know. Not in my cases. I, I, yeah, not in my case. In my <laughs> case, I'm, I'm trying to tell yeah, the I'm to, to go after him to be, because you want to make your fighter better. Maybe in those cases because it's Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, let's be for real. Rockman, if Rockman wins, hey, praise to Rockman. Right. Cool, go ahead, do your thing, my brother. I'm just saying, you getting paid, do your thing. God bless you. Hey, but let's be for real. If Rockman loses to Jake Paul, if Rockman loses to Jake Paul, the next few dinners at Papa House, he can't go. He can't. Let me ask you about this hydration clause. You f- right. When they weigh in, they need to weigh in at 200 pounds. And the next morning, they could be a maximum of 215 pounds. How significant is that? Why do you put that hydration clause Where Rockman weighs, though? What's his weight class? He's a heavyweight. Well, how much he weighs? Um, Not 230? So they're making him lose 15 pounds. Mm-hmm. No, they're making him lose 30 pounds. He can only rehydrate 15 pounds yeah. and stuff like that. That's to give... And, uh, and, and we still not saying, go ahead, my man, make some money. Do you think? Uh, what are we talking about? So uh, that hydration clause is in place... <laughs> Wait a minute. Are we finding... Uh, we, anything past 200 is what? Anything that touches 200? Everywhere. It's everywhere. Unless it's cruiserweight. Cruiserweight is only f- 190 to 200. Cruiserweight. Fights between that. You can have cruiserweight fights at 196, 194. It's from 190 to 200. Anything past 200 is heavyweight. Right? So they find a cruiserweight, 200, let's say. This man weighs 230. If he losing 30 pounds, it's not the same thing of him losing 30 pounds. That's a heavyweight. That's a big boy. It means it's way of eating 
naturally, he has to stop yeah. for this fight. How long? Maybe eight, nine, ten weeks. Yeah. He's struggling to That's make that rough. 200. Okay. When he makes that 200, you only graduate 15 pounds. He still has to Hold gotcha. on. Yo, where we getting these rules from? Oh, <laughs> uh, they put it in a contract. Jake Paul put it in his contract. Oh, he's smart. He's smart as hell. Errol Spence versus Terrence Crawford. Who wins? One name and we out. Boxing. Boxing wins. I like both of them, bro. Give me I a name. Boxing wins. Oh, all right, man. We moving on. They they bowed out. Listen. Boxing wins. You don't want to see that fight? Of course. How long you been waiting for? But, dog, we talk about your box. My fans, our, our listeners, they want to know your boxing expertise. Yo, I know exactly who he going for. If you had to choose I, one. I know exactly who he going for. I know who he going for, too. Now that you mention it. <laughs> I know exactly who he going for. But who do you think I'm going yep, for? Yup, he is. <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely but going for Crawford, bro. But he, but he, <laughs> mean fighter, son. He like, I'm gonna tell you. Chico, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that Earl Spence not good. Chico told me a Crawford, story bro. years ago. He said, "Yo, when Bud Crawford fights, my dad stops everything. That's one of the people. So when Chico, when uh, Sessa said that, I know who he going for. It was it's Bud. I introduced my believe it or not, my dad don't watch fights like that. Yeah, rest his soul. He didn't watch fights like that. And I introduced him to Crawford. I said, yo, Pops, you got to watch this kid. And he said, I came over one day, watched him, he said. And my dad knew boxing so much, my dad. After the fight, he kept talking about Crawford. He said, Chucha, yo, Mr. Pilau Pele. Look, Crawford, little by little, went up, went up. And he always wanted to see this fight. I know he's going to see it regardless where he at. Mm -hmm. But he always wanted to see this fight, and he always said it. Once he saw Mikey Garcia fight with Els Fence, my father said, <laughs> Harold Spence got a problem with Crawford. And I, I, I like both guys. I think it's a 50-50 fight. I just think I'm a Crawford fan. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, speaking of your dad, man, I, I love being in the gym with, with you guys. Uh, you guys gave me a lesson on Roberto Duran. The, all I knew about Roberto Duran was the Jay-Z line, quit in the middle of the round like I'm Roberto Duran, no mas. Like he was a quitter. That's that's my experience. And you yeah. mother, you guys set me straight. Like yo, hands of stone. This guy was the real deal. And he's no quitter. And you told me a story one time. Like his son was trying to box, and I guess Roberto Duran said, "Yo, how you gonna fight when you don't know what it is to to not go without shoes?" And I was like, "That's real, son." You, you know what I'm saying? You got you got to go through the pain. Are you, are you are you these guys that have been great fighters, legends? Look at their background, where they come from, man. Nothing. This is a sport of nothing. Most of the guys that became something in the sport and lost their money, you can't be mad at them. They came from, from nothing. From nothing, and they had to... They had to yeah, uh, so, so when you got nothing, you still got... And when you have something that you never thought you was going to have, you still got nothing. How believe much? it or that. If you, have, if you never believe you can mount $100 million, with all the fans and all the friends and people that you have... When you get a hundred million dollar, you still have nothing. Because mm -hmm. you have no idea how to do this. So you turn around, my aunt house is falling. Give go a million dollar, man. By the time you know, yeah. ten years, money's gone. When you said that to me, he Roberto Durant said to son, how you gonna box when you don't know what it is to go without shoes? You know, like that pain could be your driving force. So Cesar, I, I wanna ask you, man, like what kind of memories do you recall to kind of motivate you to get up and run? Um, I would just say my, my family's struggling, my mom's struggling, not really having uh having like that. She had we I mean she always worked. 
I mean, but she just was doing it alone. Mm -hmm. So as I got older, I started to just take over. Kind of like, just like, yo, move out the way. Like, I got this. And you were actually born in Panama. Yeah, I was born. I was born in Panama. We you, from we from San Miguelito, Panama. We from the same place. I was yeah, we was we, we, we was we was we was like raising the same crib same back crib, home. Man. You told the story. I was watching an old interview we did. You was like, yo, you used to be out there fighting, little yeah, Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah no shoes. Fact. Yeah, before you used to the gloves out. Yeah, so that's where I, that's where I come from, man. Like I, I was like I, I was born into this. Um, but um, look, listen, everybody has their struggles. Everybody has their own stories. Just just guys that probably were great champions that had it. Um, and there's definitely great champions that didn't have anything. Um, but it's everybody, everybody has a story, and everybody is unique in their own way. And Seth out of Rain Man Francis is unique in his own way. What's next? Uh, October 7th, man. Um, that's the date they gave us. Uh, we can go back in there and perform. Whoever they put in front of me is gonna be a great, is gonna be a great night of boxing. Um, shout out to all my sponsors, man. Truffles. You know, NFTs, we're, we're doing it. Uh, Drop TV, we coming strong. Elite Williamsburg, we coming strong. want to give a shout out team. to my brother, Pretty Pablo, fighting September 23rd in the Prudential Center. Pablo Valdez. Pablo Valdez. That's my guy. My guy right you know, there. You know, you know, Pablo bought me a car. What? Yeah, because yeah, he saw assessments. Yeah, I used to take the train. Tour. I used to always take the train. And I couldn't get to places. And he was like, yo. I'm gonna buy you a car. This is back in this. This is a few years ago. He's like, I'm gonna buy you a car. Pablo always believed on he, us. Oh yeah, Pablo man. Mom, That's something Pablo I never family. told him. One. Yeah, That's why Will was like, "What? <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. I, I know Pablo play pay for dinner on uh, July 8th when we broke fast. <laughs> yeah, he Salute did, to man. Pablo, man. No, so, pa big supporter. Pa pa Pablo, big supporter. His family, his mom, family. When my dad passed away, that was there for me. My man Carlos, his brother Chris, all of them. Hey, they, his father. Everybody's good, man. Now my other boy is fighting July 30th in the Barclays Center. Sugar boy. Listen, listen. If That's you guys time. had a magic wand or a genie to grant three wishes, like, how would you map out the next steps? I know you said October 7th. October 7th. But like, what would the next year, 18 months, two years look like? If I had a genie and I could do anything back the first day I've been back, you know what? Of course. Rest well, in peace know, to God. <laughs> rest in peace. You know, that's certain things that you can't. But the next the next thing I wouldn't I wouldn't grant I wouldn't grant no wishes. You right where you wanna be? I'm right where I wanna be. God put us where we wanna be. We let God work. Um building businesses. That's it. That's um, that that's very important to me because like like I said before, respect the sport, but don't depend mm -hmm. on the sport. So um building businesses. Um, as I'm doing right now, doing you know, I'm making powerful moves. Um, power moves you don't want to share right now, but power pa moves. To, so. pa power moves that, <laughs> that we are doing, man, is gonna be is, is gonna be incredible um, story. I'm um, at the end of my career, and um, and after that too. But um, you know, making sure that my kids is fed um, and winning championships, man. That's that's my magic wand right there. There you go, there you go. Well, I want to say uh, thank you for pulling up. I want to say that I'm very proud of you guys, son. Thank you, Thank you very much, Will. I know how hard this run has been. Uh, I said on one of my other videos that I'm truly motivated by the work both of you have done. You know, and I appreciate you guys letting me to be on this ride and have I a front row seat. I appreciate you for being there, bro. You know what I'm saying? I let, that's another thing before we go. There's a lot of people that don't get the shout-outs because they behind closed doors. 
But we we fought in Orlando, we fought in South Carolina, we fought in Tampa, and there's people that don't get no money back from us, mm-hmm. but they buy their flights and go support my cousin all the time. That's yeah. a fact. I want to give a shout out to Lou. Though. That's true. I want to give a shout out to Professor. It's too much people. Bro, you be naming. It's too much people to name. Bro, you know how many people to, fly out? Yo, shout out to undo that's all you guys that come out. Titi, yo, man, Tiff, Jonica. Uh, all, all these people really fly out, man. I have, I have friends. Listen, the truth is, I have friends that I've been around with for years, man. They've been around me for years and don't support my fights. I have friends that I that I say what up to to this day, never seen me fight before. Understand? So. Me having these people that I just met a few years ago go all around the country and watch me fight, I appreciate you guys, man, for real. So, listen, at the end of the day, I see I see what you guys are doing, and I'm gonna be I'm, I'm, I can't repay everyone, but right. listen, what, you know, what, 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 I told them the day they give us 30, 50, 40 tickets. Yeah. I know who's getting the tickets Absolutely. first. Absolutely. I've seen them there all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Excuse me, you can't get no tickets, but they yo, can. Well, use that as content, too, because I need a lot of people to see that and respect what I just said, man. Listen, like I said, there's people that I know for years that have not come watch me fight, have not supported my career, and I just met a few people a few years ago, I'm talking about two or three years ago, that go all around the country and watch me fight, man. Use that as content and use that as a, as a, as a damn, like, so... They got they they got their mind together. That's the WBO NABO super lightweight title holder. Um, he's spoken, man. Appreciate Chico, you. yo, Will, it's always a pleasure. Cesar Francis, you guys are the best, man. William Holly is WBH Radio. We out. No Peace. doubt.